It was foretold that you would be here. Our long-awaited meeting has come at last. I'm glad I gave you something to look forward to. We need not be adversaries. The Emperor will show you mercy if you tell me where the remaining Jedi can be found. There are no Jedi. You and your Inquisitors have seen to that. Perhaps this child will confess what you will not. I was beginning to believe I knew who you were behind that mask. But it's impossible. My master could never be as vile as you. Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. Then I will avenge his death. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair podcast. Yes, we're back. Uh, this is episode number 324, Catching Up with Calamari. Mon Calamari, that is. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Admiral Akbar and Prince Leedshar to my Admiral Radis, we have Carl LeClaire and Katie Horn. Katie, I feel <laughs> like you're a good Prince Lechar. That's what I think so too. Yeah, we like, agree. I'm royalty. You are royalty. <laughs> like, I, yes. I don't deserve that title. Like you are definitely. The, I I will happily defend you to the death, Katie. I can promise yes. you that. I appreciate that. I'm not going to fight my own battles. <laughs> but as soon as things get tough, and I say all craft prepare to retreat, Jason will turn and say, "We must press the attack. <laughs> we must press the attack." <laughs> I'm uh, just hanging back, shining my crown because I have a crown now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, spoiler alert. I missed you guys last week. I missed you guys so much. Yeah, we missed each other so much, folks, that normally our half an hour chat time that happens before we actually hit the record button turned into an hour. Today. Yeah, oops. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. But yes, I totally missed you guys too. And I'm so glad that we're back together together again um i don't know let's make it a sitcom or something now you, you can't start singing and <laughs> just leave me hanging like i don't know the rest of the song I'll i don't know was... either i was just making it up <laughs> now um before we get into the episode where uh we're essentially just going to catch up because there's there's been a lot of exciting things in the star wars world that happened last week mm-hmm. while we were away that we want to we just want to catch up on and while we're not normally a new show Sometimes you got to just pause for, for a week and, and talk about all the exciting things coming. Um, but before we get into that, we've got to give a, 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 a shout out to the unofficial Patreon supporter of this episode. We've got a new patron over on our Patreon page in uh, Geeky Catholic Dad. Great name. Um, <laughs> so uh, this episode is being brought to you by... Uh, geeky Catholic Dad, and I forgot his full name, and I apologize for that. He's emailed us several times in the past, um, but I don't want to say the wrong name. So 
thank you so much for supporting us over on Patreon. And thank you for bringing us this uh, very exciting episode about all about Mon Calamari. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It's a trap. <laughs> or a Wait, snack so- or something. Or I'm snack. <laughs> so it's we're not healing. It's a frap. It's so a- the, uh, the the wounded wampas are all patched up right now. We've, we've moved on to... <laughs> Yes, you're right. To healing, to exactly. healing Mon Calamari. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. we've just yeah we've moved to another planet. Um, yep. yep, for those in need. We're just outfitting them with like you know scuba gear, goggles. Right. <laughs> yes, we're out outfitting the aquatic species with scuba gear and goggles. <laughs> it's a worthy cause. <laughs> um, so yes, thank you, thank you so much, all of our lovely patrons. <laughs> yes, thank you. So. Obviously, two weeks ago, we had a really I, – I had so much fun two weeks ago re- mm-hmm. talking about um, uh, Come On, Get Happy, um, <laughs> which was such mm-hmm. a fun episode. And we ended the episode by asking all of you what, your, your, what you consider to be the most che- – for you, what you consider the most cheerful moment in Star Wars. And uh, Jason, you compiled those results. What did the Larians have to say? Yes. So uh, our results are not in this poll. We already gave all of our most cheerful moments uh, last episode. So Wait, if you're curious what? about that. I didn't actually rank mine because I have one. Oh, nuts. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't gather, gather any of ours. This is all the Larians. Um, and so in fifth place, with one vote each. <gasps> Here we go. Um, <laughs> we have Ray in the Rain. Oh, and now my, there we go. Ray in the Rain, uh, the Throne Room from A New Hope. Han winning at Sabak. Gunslinger BB-8. Luke's Green Milk from Last Jedi. Uh, Ray's victory in the snow. Anakin's redemption, binary sunset. Han in the pilot seat for the first time uh, of the Millennium Falcon. The Revenge of the Sith end montage. BB-8's thumbs up. Uh, R2's victory whistle when. <laughs> And he's bought by Owen. Uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, someone put in Zam's death by Saber Dart. Uh, someone also put in The Phantom Menace. So, all of it. All of it. All of it. Um, the lightsaber flying to Ray in the snow. The Rebels epilogue. The Rebel fleet arriving at Scarif. The Wampa's Lair. Not the podcast, the scene. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Interesting, cheerful moment. Yeah. The first transport is away. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> laugh it up, fuzzball. Han's first glimpse of the Falcon. Anakin winning the race. Archer shooting the saber to Luke at the Sarlacc pit. Lando exiting the Death Star in Return of the Jedi. And Ezra saves Ahsoka. Oh That's all fifth place with one vote each. Oh, my now, gosh. <laughs> yes. Uh, in fourth place with two votes, we've got uh, Cassian telling Jin. Welcome home. Oh. Um, and uh, Ray and Finn in the Falcon. And uh, Leia freeing Han from Carbonite. So this, oh. there we go. Um, and then in third place, with three votes each, we've got co-pilot Chewie. First time he takes the co-pilot seat. And Chewie, we're home. So Chewbacca is in sole place of third place. Yeah. Uh, and then for second place with five votes, we've got you're all clear, kid. Now let's blow <laughs> this thing and go home. Uh, and then in first place with one vote, or excuse me, first place with seven votes, uh, we've got the Return of the Jedi celebration. Oh. 
Some people said specifically Yubnub. Other people just yes. said the celebration. I just put it all together. So there murder you have bears. Murder bears top the list. Murder bears top the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many cheerful people. I need to like lay down under my desk. Bye, you guys. Bye. <laughs> Kate, Kate, back. No, I'm back. Hi. Okay, good. <laughs> so yes, there we have it. All of our Larian's most cheerful moments from Star Wars. So Jason, thank you for compiling that that amazing list. Like wow. <laughs> It's exhausting. <laughs> Maybe you need to take a nap more than I do. I'm just overcoming from emotion. You actually need to like take a breath. <laughs> That's why I took a nap before we started. Um, <laughs> smart. You're like, I'm gonna have to read this list. I'm gonna, I'll be back in an hour. I need a nap. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there we have it. Uh, we're just continuing the cheer with with our poll results. There, we've got a matchup for you at the end of the show that Carl came up with. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but we've also just got some fun shenanigans this episode. What are we starting with, Carl? Well, we're starting with a quick reminder at the end of the episode because it's always important to point to the end of things at the start. <laughs> um, <laughs> so obviously there was no there was no episode last week. So we you, you got two weeks to sit with the amazing eighth episode of the Empire Strikes Back radio drama that features the infamous torture scene. What? No, it was. Um, it was real good. And also, can I, oh, hold on. I just I, I had to cue up this clip because I love this part of the radio drama from from last week with Dark Lord's Fury. The firearms are of no consequence to me. Let's take him. Let's Vader hand. Nobody. I thought you knew, Lando. Me and the Wookiee don't go to jail. Hey, you in the funeral outfit? Let's find out what you got besides parlor tricks. Chewie, you get him on the left. Hot ham. That's right. Han Solo is ready to beat the crap out of Darth Vader in a fisticuff fight. That's how badass Han Solo is. Yes, he would get his butt handed to him, but I love her. We don't go to jail. We don't go to jail. No, we're going down swinging. Uh, we're going down. Perry, um, Perry King is such a good Han Solo. Um, that's the, the voice actor who does him. And Fun I fact. believe he was actually he, yep, he, one of the uh, people who was in the running to play Han in the movie. Yeah, I don't know how much he was actually in the running, but he did audition for it. Yes. Um, he auditioned to play Han Solo in A New Hope um, and didn't obviously didn't get it. But he is fantastic in the radio drama. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I just I love that. Like, um, uh, I love how he's just ready to go at Vader. Um, I really liked the part where um, where he tells Leia, he's like, ah, Lando came down here so I could take a swing at him. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's really smart. Like, <laughs> came down here so I could have a chance to take a poke at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just all like, oh, they get each other. Yeah. Like Lando and Han. Like, I don't know. I like, I really believed that they had a history that they, you know, it's just yeah. like, oh, I get you, Lando. Get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. I gotcha. <laughs> so. It is. It's a good. Uh, that's probably one of the best episodes of the radio drama. Period. What's the name of the next one, Carl? Do you know? I'm so glad you asked because so at the end of this episode we'll be playing episode nine, Gamblers. <gasps> Gamblers Choice. That should be the title of episode nine. Episode nine, <laughs> Gamblers <laughs> Choice. Well, I mean, Lando's coming back, so exactly you know. right. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Star Wars episode nine. Star Wars episode nine title. 
The Gambler's Choice. Oh man, freaking DJ comes back. It's <laughs> DJ and Lando go at it when and Maz yeah. has to break it up. Master Codebreaker is there. He and Maz like rekindle their relationship. Oh, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh my indeed. Um, like, he can do anything. Oh yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of that silliness. <laughs> yes. What do we kick it off our discussion with? So there, there have been some exciting news about celebration announcements. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and a, the fact that it's now within a month from now. I yes. know. Oh my gosh, it's so soon. There is a particular actor. I feel like, um, you know, uh, Jason might be particularly excited about. I don't know who is this is. <laughs> um. Obviously. You know, it's Mr. Ahmed Best. Who's that? <laughs> uh, he, 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 you know, he he plays the Wampa in the Empire Strikes Back. Plays- oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's cool. Yeah, that's the cool. Wampa in particular is real important to Jason. The Wampa is who Jason imitates every single episode. Out of, out of any character in Star Wars, I don't think I've ever seen Jason be more excited over anyone than the Wampa. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so flippin' excited that Ahmed Best is coming to Celebration. I get to meet my hero, Jar Jar Binks. Um, oh my gosh, I I am so, so excited that he's going to make it. Uh, I know he went to Star Wars weekends one or two years, and I was so mad that I wasn't able to go and meet him there. And so this is like my first real opportunity that I've ever had to meet Ahmed Best and I'm going to take every single opportunity I get to make sure I can see him uh, if he has any panels I'll be going to that uh, <laughs> I know he's working on a one man show and I don't know if it's going to be done at Celebration or not but um, it'll be interesting if it is uh, he is also of course we're, we've, we've signed up to do a photo op with him um on Saturday sometime, <laughs> whenever they schedule it. Uh, and then I'm going to get an autograph with him on Monday. So, yes, I, I will be there all days. <laughs> You're just going to follow him around. Hey, Jar Jar. Hey, Jar Jar. Hi, Jar Jar. Hi. Hi, Jar Jar. I love you. You just be, you know, he'll recognize you as the guy in the front row of every single one of his panels. <laughs> and be just like, I think I saw that guy at my other three panels. <laughs> Come here. This guy's strange. What is this? this? Oh, but yes, no, I, I'm so excited. I am so flippin' excited. I cannot stand myself. Are you going to give him a hug? If I get the opportunity, absolutely. (laughs) What what do you mean? Are you going to give him a hug? Do you think you're going to cry? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I, 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 maybe. Are you going to tell him how much he meant to little seven-year-old Jason? Uh, yes, little yes. Old nine and ten-year-old Jason <laughs> uh, was very appreciative for Jar Jar Binks. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I will make sure he knows that because I feel yeah, like that's an important thing to, to tell him. You should, so, yes, yeah. you should. I think he definitely needs to know that. He needs to know that Jar Jar you know, might not have been appreciated in his time, but now that you know, those of us who are kids... 
you know, when we first saw Jar Jar, like, yeah, we're grown up now and, and we have the ability to tell um, at best how much we loved and appreciated that character. Yeah. So like, oh, please, please, Jason. <laughs> uh, no, that is that is definitely my plan. I'm going to that. Like I said, I, I've said on many occasions on this very podcast, if Ahmed <laughs> Best shows up to Celebration, I will pay all the money to do all the things with Ahmed Best. And I've <laughs> I've done that. So, um, Jason, you think he'll be your new best friend if you, if you ask? <laughs> Just, hi, I'm Jason. Can I be your new best friend? Hi, hi, Ahmed. My name's Jason. I want to be your best friend. I don't think that's quite how that works, but Maybe I might try that. Maybe he's just Maybe you know? he wants to be your best friend. <laughs> I talk about him and imitate him all the time on this podcast. It must have gotten back to him at some point. Definitely. <laughs> hey, hey, Ahmed Best liked one of my tweets once, so I, you know, I got an in. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'm sure he remembers. I'm sure he has, like, very concrete memories of the one time he liked one of my tweets. I mean, I, I would. <laughs> You're very hard to forget. And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> I have some exciting news about Celebration, you guys. I don't think I've mentioned it on the show, have I? I don't think you have. I don't no. think so. I don't think I have. That I will be running my very own Darth Maul panel. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, yes. it's going to be on Monday, the last day of the convention. Uh, it's, it is a 20-year celebration of Darth Maul. I mean, the oh, there it is. Yes. Yes. It me. <laughs> it me. <laughs> it, it, it me. <laughs> it Katie. I have a um, very, very specific outfit planned for the panel. You guys are just gonna have to wait and see. It's gonna be yes. a surprise. I won't be there, so uh, I won't see. Thanks for that. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You'll be able to, you know, just follow my Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. I will. <laughs> That's I will be there. I originally I was not going to be able to be there Monday, but I've managed to uh not reschedule things, but just, you know, mm-hmm. buy a new plane ticket for return flight home. And I'll be staying for Monday, folks. So Yeah, I've actually uh, heard that from a lot of people. A lot of people assumed that, you know, nothing would really happen on Monday, that Monday would be a quiet day. Um, but then, you know, there's gonna be the Phantom Menace panel, the twentieth anniversary panel, um, and there's gonna be a resistance panel, which, you know, people just love resistance. Yes. Um, so I, I've actually heard quite a few people have altered their plans to uh to stay on Monday as well now they, they've altered the plan the i don't alter it any further exactly. so, <laughs> we will miss carl on, yeah. on monday uh but yep. carl has obligations that <laughs> cannot escape from um oh. so we will not begrudge him any of that oh so you guys want to know something funny when they first um when they first sent me the info from my panel um, it, it is tentatively scheduled for for one o'clock, um, you know, because because of course it could change. But right now, mm. the information I have to go on is that my panel is Monday at one o'clock. But it, the first email said that it was scheduled from one o'clock to one fifteen. What? And when I <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, "Is that how long they think it takes to talk about Darth Maul?" <laughs> 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 this is just like, oh, because you know that's how I pitched the panel. As I'm like, I said, "Well, it's going to be the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace. I want to talk about the last 20 years of Darth Maul content." Mm. And so, is, was the assumption that, oh, he was in Phantom Menace, he was in the Clone Wars, and he came back in Solo. The end. Like, <laughs> is that what they think? Because <laughs> it's not true. It feels like that's a typo. 
No, it was definitely, I, I reached back out to okay. them. And yes, my, my panel is a full 45 minutes. I there have from go. 1 to one forty-five to scream as many Darth Maul facts as I can into a microphone for people to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm really but sorry. Yeah. I can't be there for it. So, and as as the schedule gets finalized, we will remind everybody mm-hmm. of the actual time of Katie's panel. But as far as we know, it will be Monday at one. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and that's uh, she submitted that fan panel right about the time we were asking you to come on at the yeah, podcast, right? Yeah, you were. Because so. <laughs> I remember we talked about it when you guys came to San Francisco. Yeah. I was like, you guys, I really want to do a Darth Small panel. I'm putting together the pitch. And you guys were like, yeah, do it. Definitely do it. Like, it was really nice. You guys are all yes. supportive. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, uh, if anybody listening, yeah. If you guys want to, if Larians want to come on to my panel, if you're staying for Monday of the convention, definitely come on by. I will just be like just covering the last 20 years of Darth Maul content. There's so much. There's so much. We probably won't be able to get to it all, but I'm going to try. Dang it. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Is there anything else exciting about Celebration that you wanted to bring up, Carl? Um, hmm. Let me see. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm just so sad that I have to miss all that stuff on Monday. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll fill you in, and you know mm-hmm. we'll we'll have you there in spirit. Yeah. We'll, we're gonna have to have something to represent Carl in all our pictures, Katie. Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, like like a stuffed Han or something. I don't uh, know. I'll bring my cardboard cutout for y'all. <laughs> you, 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 you need to. What you need to do is you need to bring like a pocket-sized version of your cardboard cutout yeah. and just give it yeah. to us so that we can <laughs> put that in all of our pictures on Monday. So I, well, I'm just I'm I'm really excited to hear what they'll talk about at the 20th anniversary panel. Right? Like, is it going to be like a making of thing? Is it just going to be like you know? Here's what we remember about it. Um, I'm I'm just really curious about what it what the content of that panel is going to be. Um, you know, none of the big name actors have still been announced, right? So Ahmed Best is the biggest. And I'm not trying to denigrate Ahmed Best. Like, that's so great. He's coming. But, right, yeah. like, the stars of that movie, as of right now, aren't there. There's no Natalie right. Portman. There's no Liam Neeson. There's no Ewan McGregor. There's no, well, there's definitely no Jake Lloyd. Um, yeah. I think Ray Park will be there. Oh, um, yeah. And he's no, Ray already, Park, yeah. Ray Park's already away. been. And Ian McDiarmid's going to be there, too. So he might be part of that. Um, I mean, I would. Ray Park's just gonna backflip down through the audience. Yes, like, that's just what he does. You can't stop him. Yeah. No, but the the thing is, is with some of these panels, like for the 40th anniversary uh, panel, uh, none of the people that showed up on that panel were announced, right. other, unless they were announced for other things. Exactly. So, like Hayden wasn't announced, Harrison wasn't announced, uh, you know, things like that. So, um. We could get surprises. Some of yeah. some of the yeah surprises. We could yeah. definitely get surprises. So and and like my my most to me, what would be most likely? Who would be most likely to show up? Would be um, Ewan McGregor because mm-hmm. he's still in like very good close connection with oh, Lucasfilm. Yeah. Um, I feel like Natalie Portman is a big stretch, but I could see it. Liam Neeson to me is the biggest stretch just because of like what's gone on with him. Like you know Ooh. with with the news and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, and, I don't know though is because, you know, he came back and voiced Qui-Gon in the clone wars. Sure. So like a Maybe. quick yeah. ask might be all it takes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if, so 
if all three of them show up, I'm just going to like... All I'm three gonna, of them reunited. I'm just going to uh, jump out of the emergency exit on the plane. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I'll send you uh, a quick text. They're all here, Carl. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Carl just like parachutes <laughs> in. My, my flight <laughs> leaves at the t- like shortly after Katie's panel arrives. So I will be getting to the airport as that panel starts. Uh, so you guys can definitely let me know. If uh, if you and Liam and Natalie were all on stage together, like Jason, you're gonna text Carl and you're gonna look over to me and then just like my robe is gonna be all that's left, you know, it's just gonna whoosh away <laughs> on the wind. She's gone. Talk about Darth Maul. She's like, oh, yeah, she's gone. She, you know, you'll go to my panel for me and you'll just be like, Oh, Katie, uh became one with the force. Katie became you don't one with understand. The force. Uh, an hour and a half ago. Yes. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I get lightheaded thinking just just uh, just thinking about that panel. I, oh my gosh, it's all I ever wanted. <laughs> yeah, there's like there. I, I a, <laughs> sorry, ahead. I just had I had a really good tweet a couple weeks ago where I was like, I can't wait to be in a room full of people who want to celebrate the Phantom Menace. That usually only happens when I'm alone. <laughs> yeah funny but that's never true when you're on this podcast (laughs) yeah Uh, i should look into like seeing if i could fly out later that day because i just i have to be back on tuesday which sucks but um did you like a red eye it would suck but uh, you know yeah i don't know i might i might do a quick peek just to see doesn't doesn't hurt to look yeah never hurt just see what see if there's anything you can do carl or you know if you can, I would, I would kiss you. Um, <laughs> um, it's a, it's a girl. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, I, actually, I might. Yeah, kind of it's big, it's so forehead. I just it's. Uh, I also hope they continue this trend, right? Like with future celebrations, if we get you know twentieth uh, anniversaries for Attack of the Clones, and then again for Revenge oh. of the Sith, like. They all deserve it, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Um, I think Phantom Menace, right? Though because it's the first of the prequels, it was the first one back. Like, there's something really special about, you know, Phantom Menace, A New Hope, and Force Awakens. They're the first of all of those trilogies. Um, I mean, A New Hope will forever be the most exciting in a way because it's literally what launched everything. Yes. Um, but you know, Phantom Menace was, you know, George never a hundred percent said there'd be no prequels um, in those years between. But it was becoming such a long shot that I don't think people expected it until all of a sudden it was real. And Force Awakens even less so, right? I mean, when that Disney sale happened and it was immediately announced, you know, there's something very, uh, maybe it's too strong a word, but sacred about those films because of the fact that in a way they came from nowhere. The absolute madness of 1999 Mm -hmm. was unescapable mm-hmm. yeah i mean so much so that what was it Waterboy basically said if oh, you yeah. see one <laughs> movie this year see the phantom menace if you see two come check us out yeah right, right. Their trailer yeah. i remember that <laughs> um i remember you know, oh I, my gosh what was the movie it, it, um the first movie that had the phantom menace trailer i think was meet joe black yes 
And, and so many people went to go see Meet Joe Black just to see the Phantom Menace trailer. And, and then they left. And then they yep. left. And no, it was like, oh my gosh, I actually got Meet Joe Black for a birthday present once. And I knew exactly why. Like, <laughs> like on DVD. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, what is this? And I open it up and I see it's Meet Joe Black. And I just started laughing. And I'm like, this is because of the Phantom Menace, right? And my friend was like, yeah, yeah, it's because of the Phantom Menace. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so great. Such an inside baseball exactly. you know, gag gift. I love it. Oh, my gosh. But I remember, like, the weekend it came out, there was an entire, like, extra spread in our local newspaper mm-hmm. about just the, the, the movie coming out and all the people going to see it, everybody in costume. There's a picture of a guy with a, with a you know, cup of soda and popcorn going into <laughs> grinning from ear to ear dressed as darth maul yes you know it was taken at one of our local theaters um uh, so you know that i i think i still have that picture somewhere um but yeah no it was unescapable mm-hmm. the phantom yeah. menace lead up you could not go anywhere without knowing about it right yeah well like jason oh, sorry what carl was saying you know the, these first movies of the trilogies they really are like you know like these milestones you know right. they, they each one of them signaled a new era mm. of star wars and so that that in of itself is worth celebrating i feel yeah i mean of course i would love love panels for the fan for uh, attack of the clones and, and revenge of the sith but i i it's just very very meaningful to me that the phantom menace is getting one like you know yes just to stand on its own it's yes. yeah it's, and, and specifically because it is the most um lambasted of the star wars films right you it know, is yeah. uh, it, it, mm-hmm. from both the star wars fans to just general audience everybody mm-hmm. you know is quick to say phantom menace was the worst star wars movie um, and I love doing a show with you guys where we're all like, nope, top three. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, right, exactly. It's <laughs> number one. It's so damn good. <laughs> so shut it. Um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, I, I am sometimes curious about what my thoughts would have been had I grown up with the original trilogy. But even that, right? Like there's still such a disparity of those fans. Like, you know, I think of my friend Scott Rifen, who who I adore his view of the prequels. Like he was... I think early college when those films all came out Mm. and he absolutely ate them up, but he was surrounded by peers who were like, this is garbage, right? It sucks. Um, And and like our friends, Matt Cranky and Chris Smith, like they, they, again, like they grew up with the originals. Phantom Menace was something totally different, but they immediately just loved it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and the thing I respect about the fans who were in those shoes um, and like the three of us were all young when that movie came out, right? Yeah. Like we were young enough that it was the perfect film for us. But mm-hmm. what I love about the, the, who were then adult fans, right? Coming back into the prequels who accepted it for what it was and appreciated for what it was is these were the fans, in my opinion, and I, I don't mean to be disparaging to the others, but these were the fans who understood that Star Wars was ultimately about helping us tap into that childlike feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what Phantom Menace, more than any other Star Wars movie, did. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think there's just such an inherent goodness in that. And while it was, yes, remarkably different from the original trilogy, um, it was also the perfect Star Wars movie to start a new trilogy. 
Like, yeah, I just, exactly. I, yeah. you know, I don't think that Phantom Menace is flawless. I don't think any Star Wars movie is flawless except for Empire Strikes Back. Um, <laughs> and and I, I, I sincerely mean that. Empire Strikes Back has no flaws in my book. You're um, really but, uh, <laughs> but Phantom Menace, like, it's, it's just so good. Like, my heart is so warm every time I watch that movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm sure both of you are familiar with, like, the Machete Order um and it, right there and, and i've done that machete order before i mean i never do what they say by cutting out phantom menace and the reason i never yes. and i here's why i think that that they're completely wrong with saying why you should cut that out is phantom menace is the perfect movie because it's literally setting up everything else it shows mm-hmm. us the golden age of the republic how good things were how innocent the skywalker line was it's all about that right it's yeah you know yeah. to use uh like biblical mythological language i mean this is the garden of eden story um and there is a phantom menace right um who's going to come in and corrupt the goodness that exists um and that's why when people are like oh you can just skip phantom menace there's nothing there you you couldn't be more wrong (laughs) you know you could not be more wrong yeah yeah. Um, um, I, I'm sorry. I, I yes, literally your just face exploded. Like a, I'm sorry. What is it, my yeah, friend? My, my brain exploded just a minute ago because I'm sitting here looking at my two Newt Gunray action figures right next to my. Um, <laughs> Not one. But two. But now two. there are two got, of them. I've got one. <laughs> now there are two of them. Um, <laughs> they should not have made that bargain. Um <laughs> No, what one's Phantom Menace, one's Attack of the Clones. Um, he's got different hats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I literally was just like, "Oh my gosh, what if Silas Carson shows up? Um, he's oh. the guy who did Newt Gunray and Kiati Mundi um, and all that stuff." And I'm like, "I would love that," but huh. he's he's always talked about. No, I only want to talk about projects I'm currently working on. So I'm like disappointed but if he did i would totally be in his line you to get his dream. autograph i would i would like jar jar binks and newt gunray folks um it's unthinkable it's unthinkable has been a full-scale convention since the formation of the star wars conve- uh, franchise um <laughs> <laughs> After four trials in the Supreme Court, Newt Gunray is still the viceroy of the Trade Federation. Some idiot named Jason keeps <laughs> voting him in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like the guy. <laughs> I like him more than Thrawn. <laughs> One star review coming at us. Thanks, Jason. I mean, <laughs> we had a freaking three star review because. Oh, right. podcast, but if you like Newt Gunray better than you like Thrawn, you're doing it wrong. And uh, that was <laughs> And I'm like, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> my podcast, my opinion. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> but yes, no, I, I, I'm so excited for, for the Phantom Menace panel and everything on Monday. I will probably walk out of that panel going, ah. I'm going to float. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just going to float out of that panel, honestly. Just like, I'd be untethered. Gravity. Yes, exactly. You know. And <laughs> yes. You have to do the whoops. Yep. Uh, and secretly, oh, Ed McDermott was sitting back on stage going, Yes. <laughs> it is going. Uh, you guys, 
There's another panel that I'm really excited for. I don't know. I don't think you guys will be as excited, but I am so here for the Galaxy's Edge panel, the uh, the panel about the Star Wars theme sure. parks coming to Disneyland. Yeah. And, and Disney World. Yeah, mm. I will be there. You guys don't have to go. It's fine. But I mean, if there's nothing <laughs> else going on, I'll probably show up because I'm interested. I'm curious. Oh, I'm very he's curious. curious um, about the planet. He's curious, I'm curious about, about the planet. Yes. <laughs> the queen wishes it. <laughs> 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 Carl's in the back. This is not a good idea. <laughs> Stick close to this. <laughs> this burn doing murder to me, Sustin. Um, oh my god. Well, I mean, I live in California, so you know, being a Disneyland ophile is basically a requisite. Like, as soon as you move here, they like they give you your Disneyland card. You have to just be join the House of Mouse. Like, it's it's a whole thing. So yeah. I, no. So I have to go by no, law. You, you totally need to. Um, and and I don't mean that. I mean I just I don't have much interest in it. Um, and, That's okay. You know, and yeah, I've never been a big like. Uh, I mean, I went to Disney once in my entire life, which was with Celebration Anaheim four years ago, um, which was a blast. But I've never been like an amusement park person, so it looks great, and I'm sure I'll get there at some time in my lifetime. But I don't think it'll be anytime soon. Um, yeah, so, come, uh, come, I, so I'll take you. come visit, and I'll take you. True, and we'll go. It'll be great. There's this one. One. <laughs> my only thing is, is, I need to wait a few months because holy crap balls, the lines are going to be a nightmare. <sighs> it's just yeah, it's just part of the Disney experience. These nightmarish lines, yeah, it's just part of it. But uh, wait, what were you saying, Carl? Sorry, you know, what? No, you're good. When is the, do do we know officially when it opens? At Disneyland, it opens at the end of May. In Disney okay. World in Florida, it opens at the end of August. Oh, yes, okay. they, they announced the dates mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. When we weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not going back to Disney until September. Um, I really like going during the Halloween season. So just uh, you know, with like celebration happening in April and stuff like that, I'm like, well, I'm probably only going to go to Disney once this year. So I'm sure. not going until September for Halloween. And uh, the lines will probably still also be horrific, but I gotta, I just, I gotta. You gotta. <laughs> I you're gonna. S- <laughs> one whole day is going to be spent in, yeah. at, at waiting in line. Galaxy's to, Edge. Yeah, just waiting in line to pilot the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> right. <sighs> that is the. I will say that's obviously the one thing I'm most excited about with it, like being able to sit on the Millennium Falcon. Oh I gosh, mean, that's super cool. That is super yeah. cool. But honestly, the thing I'm most excited about, and this is, of course, just coming from the fact that that the mm-hmm. actor mentality is mm-hmm. the fact that everyone's going to be in character. Yes, exactly. All of, the, uh-huh. all of the staff is going to be like part of this mm-hmm. spaceport. Oh, that's going to be you so know, cool. They're all part of the Star Wars universe, essentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, there won't be there won't be anyone you interact with that isn't like living and breathing this universe. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, if you go up to, to buy some merchandise, the shopkeep is supposed to be like an actual Star Wars shopkeep, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. of course, they're going to have like a register, you know, it's like you're going to be able to kind of see through the illusion. But, you know, like then they're, they're not going to be like, you know, oh, I work at Disneyland. They're going to be like in character and yeah. you know, running this this otherworldly yeah. shop like oh that's gonna yeah. be so cool republic credits are no good out here right? yeah right <laughs> you know. i don't have anything else but credits will do fine <laughs> no they won't credits will do fine <laughs> no they won't what do you think i'm some kind of jedi when you hand around like that i'm a toy darian my tricks don't work on me only money money <laughs> no money no parts no deal <laughs> 
and no one else has that Disneyland exclusive. I promise you that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder. You think? You think? Here's the big question about the panel, the the Galaxy's Edge panel: is are they going to give us blue milk samples? Are they? <laughs> Oh, probably not. I just, I, I, I gotta so. hope. I gotta cross my fingers. Cause that, that would be a lot of samples. Yes, I know. What are they gonna give everybody a Dixie cup of blue milk? Yeah, exactly. Just like a little <laughs> one. Although apparently, did you guys hear this? Apparently, it's not actually milk because you know when you're in the California or F- Florida heat, basically the last thing you want is a big cup of milk, which is true. Yes. So instead, it is a frozen non-dairy product. So it's like you know almond or soy milk you know, uh, frozen and then flavored. Uh, so I'm like that. So it's like a milkshake. Okay. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for the blue milkshakes. That'll be cool. <laughs> as long as they're not blue raspberry, because that's the <laughs> most weird, disgusting thing ever. No, I think they're melon flavored. I think that's what they said. They said there's going to be blue milk and green milk and the, the green the one green- is melon. I don't, I think the blue one's probably like blueberry or something. I don't know. Okay. Nice. I'm real excited. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anything um, else we want to talk about celebration other than the fact that it's freaking within you know less than a month away, and I'm so excited to see your faces again. I only have. Are you telling me I only have a month to plan all my outfits? Oh, I can't. Ah, uh, no. I, yeah, <laughs> I currently just added some new shirts. I'm like, Carl, you're only there for a few days. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got all these clothes to wear, um, <laughs> and they're just like. You can just have an extra shirt in your backpack, so every after every panel, you just change your shirt. Yes. So. Get in your- this past week, um, obviously, I, like I said two weeks ago, I was I was down in New Orleans uh, leading a service trip for work, and the first day of service work, we were insulating a house, and I I I am the worst at packing um, in the sense of like I always pack way too light. Um, so New Orleans here, I'm thinking like I looked at the weather and I was like, oh, it looks warm enough, and like I was coming from 20 degree weather, so you know 50s and 60s sounded super warm i didn't bring a jacket i brought oh. one hoodie which is my like that nice new wampus lair wamp you know uh, uh hoodie from t public so i wore that on the first day and i was like all right well it's just insulation it's not like i'm gonna get it dirty well uh. insulation <laughs> is fiberglass everywhere yeah. so my sweatshirt is covered in fiberglass i washed it twice while i was down there it's still got a ton of fiberglass on it I think I'm just going to have to toss it. And I'm so bummed because it's oh. like almost 50 bucks. But I'm in the process of ordering a new one, which I'm I'm actually like excited because I like this color more. Mm. Um, but I kind of want one to bring to Chicago because I know what Chicago weather will – like April, it, it's like Boston probably. It's going to either – it's probably going to be still pretty – like it will probably be chilly. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, the, the, the only question is will it be you know, warm in the afternoon or snowing? Because God Chicago will, will is be like snowing. random weather right. in the spring. Right. It's like, you know, flip a coin and roll the dice and yeah. see what <laughs> and, you know, find out what your bingo card is. Um, right. Right. <laughs> right. So, oh, man, I'm just I'm so excited for it. And right. Like the other thing, I I don't know, maybe these were announced before la- for this past week. But, you know, obviously we, we found out that there's going to be a Clone Wars panel on Saturday. There's a Rebels Remembered panel on sunday and then of course we've got phantom menace and resistance on on monday which leads me to believe that friday is obviously going to be the big episode nine day um it will so you know it's just shaping up to be really really great and i think it's awesome though like how much prequel love this one's getting and and specifically rooted in phantom menace and i really feel like you know we're gonna we're just gonna see how 
much fandom loves that movie specifically in the in the prequels in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- I also think it's just really important that like Disney is recognizing mm-hmm. the value and love people have for the prequels, oh, right? Yeah. I, I, and to be fair, I don't think overall like Disney creatives since you know taking over Star Wars in 2015. Um, well, technically sooner, 2013. Um, I don't think you've ever heard anybody disparaging of the prequels, except no. kind of J.J. Abrams, right? He had some like, he had <laughs> yeah. some like under, you know, kind of like, kind of like backhanded comments. And to be fair, Lawrence Kasdan had a few as well while yeah. doing solo stuff. Um, and, and that's really obnoxious. Um, but I also see like, like JJ was one of those fans, unlike some of the folks I mentioned earlier, where it was like, "Oh, this isn't the Star Wars I remember, therefore I don't like it." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the reason Phantom Menace was just as successful in a way as a new nothing. Not I want to be very clear about this. I don't think anything can replicate a New Hope because that mm-hmm. literally came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Like it literally right. came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, like George was obviously heavily influenced by so many different things. But the way he put them all together and repackaged it came out of nowhere. Um, right. So Phantom – no other Star Wars movie is ever going to be able to do that. Um, but what Phantom Menace did do, which I think was wildly successful, is it recaptured the magic that A New Hope had. You know, like young people fell in love with that movie. Yeah. Um, yes. And we did. Yeah. I played so hard to Phantom yeah. Menace um, for years. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and in a way that I never did for some of the original movies, and and I, I think to me that I is mean, a that is a monumental success, and and the adult yeah. fans who didn't get it forgot that hey you were a child when those came out, mm-hmm. and the same thing it sparked in you it's sparking in children, in Phantom Menace's time, mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, I was one of them yep lightsabers. Ugh. Dear God, lightsabers! Yes, yeah. they were around in uh, the original trilogy, and there was they were cool stuff with lightsabers. But holy moly, mother of you know, thousand! <laughs> uh, Perfect. <laughs> the prequels just introduced lightsabers on a whole new level, and Phantom Shit. Menace started that off. I still remember sitting in the theater, and within the first five minutes, just my draw, my my jaw hitting the floor because of what. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were doing right. with yeah. their lightsabers fighting the battle droids. I was like, this changes everything. When he sticks his lightsaber in a door yep. to melt the door? <laughs> yep. Oh my god. This is impossible. <laughs> this They're is impossible. Like, Where are those droids the cars? <laughs> Master, destroy us. Uh, it's a standoff. You, Let's go. <laughs> They're no match for droids. <laughs> They've gone up the ventilation shaft. Oh man, oh man, yeah. I love that. We've this has become quite the Phantom Menace love sesh. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag loving it. Um, yes. <laughs> now, really quick, so to to, to kind of uh, change things. So, remind me, Jason. I know you are not all caught up with Resistance. Katie, you still have to watch the the first part of the finale. Yeah. Is that right? I, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, seen just the this, most this most recent episode is is the one I haven't seen. It's called the Descent. Right? Uh, that was the last no, no, the week's episode. The, the Disappeared. Nope, that was a no. previous one as well. Gosh dang it! What's um, this newest one? Crud studs. What is it called? Um, I want to. <laughs> say- 
Bloody heck. I missed it, though. Yeah. Come on, Google. Don't fail me now. Yeah, right? It's something part one. Um, yeah, right? And- <laughs> no escape, maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. Hold up. People are, like, screaming in yes, their headphones. Yes, you're right. Like, no escape part one. All right, so it's here's... It's not my fault. I haven't seen it yet. I am, I am going to challenge both of you right now on the air. Okay. Watch that and then also plan to watch the finale this yes. coming weekend. And then let's yes. podcast about Resistance Season 1 next week. <gasps> let's Just do it. Just in general. I yeah. love it. Yeah, let's do it. I um, love, do it. love so, this plan. So if you're listening right now, if you're not caught up with, with Resistance, it will probably be a spoiler episode. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But I'm challenging both of you to, 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 to watch those episodes by next week so that we can talk just season one in general. And we can hop into as many details as we want. But I have been blown away with how much I've enjoyed this, this, this show. Yeah. It's gotten yeah. really good. The yeah. last several episodes have been really, really good. I won't say more because I want to save it for next episode. But I was not expecting to like this show as much as I do. Yeah. I, I really think, wasn't. And I, I think that's why it's sort of interesting because yeah. it was a surprise. It it was a surprise as to how yeah. much I liked it. Yep. And I'm really liking the animation. It like was the so, animation is so different. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead, Katie. Oh no, just it was so unassuming. You know what I mean? A lot of people right. looked at it and you know, because the the trailer did not hide what the show was at all. You know, it was like this is gonna be a fun yep. romp with Star Wars. That's it. You know, and people looked at that and they were like, oh, okay, I get it. It's for a demographic younger than my own. And, you know, and when you kind of go into it with those, with eyes open like that, and then the show exceeds its own premise, you get really pleasantly surprised, I think. Yeah. I think my favorite tweet that I saw about it, I think it came from uh, my friends uh, uh, Who Talks First on Twitter. Um, they were like, reminder that resistance didn't have to be this good, but it mm. is. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, that's very. <laughs> Didn't have to be. <laughs> Didn't have to be, but it is. Oh yeah, but no, I am super excited to dedicate a whole episode to uh, to season one because it's it's been a ride. It's been a ride, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fun ride. It, mm-hmm. it really has. So I I I I apologize for um, you know calling you out on the on the show like that. No, it's fine. But I really I, I deserve really, it. No. <laughs> But I just I would really love to talk about season one next week, um, and it'll be all wrapped up by next week. So I I feel like we can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's only two episodes that I've got to watch yeah, by then. Forty minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I will say this: since you haven't watched the most recent episode, I will just say that it, it definitely brought a lot of tears to my eyes. Oh in no! All the right ways. Uh, I, yeah. I, Don't tell me that. Yep. Alden Alden has a cameo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that explains everything. <laughs> he just shows up and he goes, don't hold your breath, kid. And then does that <laughs> sexy little hand motion. I'm like, oh, melting. Um, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really good. And um, yeah, also, I got to say, um, and I guarantee he doesn't listen to the show, but Christopher <laughs> Sean, who voices Kaz, mm-hmm. um, he, anytime I tag him, he always likes the post. Aww. Um, he's and sometimes very active with he's very media. active on social media. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's just, I love that when these, when these actors who bring these characters to life have such love and passion for it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and right. Like we've had that a lot over the years. I mean, Mark Hamill, I think is the pinnacle of this. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, 
these so many he's of the gonna actors, be at celebration that's true yeah. I, oh shoot dudes i should probably meet him and just be like hey <laughs> i'm i'm carl the wampusler <laughs> can i tweet about you all <laughs> <laughs> i tag you all the time on yeah. twitter <laughs> i'll be like all right kid I'll be do like, you think you? we're gonna see him in episode nine no uh okay that's i hope fair. i mean yeah d- d- uh. if it, if anything, we'll get like a Hera reference. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Good call, Rogue Jason. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you know, Commander. It, oh, my God. I always struggle saying his last name. Kaz, and, and, Ziono. 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 Yeah. Ziono. Okay, that's not that hard, Carl. Get over it. Um, <laughs> Ziono. Ziono. A lot of Star Wars names can be hard, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean. Also, oh, oh, I can't say anything because you haven't watched it. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Carl. Oh, no, no, it's okay. We're going to talk about it. We're going to love on it next week. Yes. And, I, and I'm we'll looking love forward to it. Next week. Um, so one more thing I want to hit, uh, before we, we tackle a question or two left over from our learning is not nice, Carl. <laughs> what? Come to the dark. I, Carl's coming I to said the dark hitting side things is not nice, Carl. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like fully supporting it. I'm like, yes, come over to my side. Yeah. Side where you get to hit things. Katie's like, get excited. Break some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what she does. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Nick, uh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having such a good time with you. I just felt the need to interject. So. We, Go ahead. We, it's, I, I hope there's a security deposit we make in the hotel room. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Because there's a good chance there'll be some broken stuff. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but no, so I we've talked about this a little bit um, through social media the last few weeks. Um the last couple of years, we have uh, put together our own This Is Madness tournaments to coincide with March Madness. And right, this was something StarWars.com ran for only three years. And it was four. so – it was four. I'm, I apologize. Okay. Um, but they stopped it three years ago because this will be our third time doing it, right? Yes. Um, so. So, two, yeah, two, a little over two years ago, um, they decided to, uh, for whatever reason, just stop doing it. And we decided, hey, let's do it on the show. And had a lot of fun with it. So we are going to be launching another This Is Madness tournament. Um, and it's going to start on Monday, March the 25th. So still a couple of weeks away. And because it be, it's only a couple, uh, with it being a couple of weeks away, again, I encourage you, if you're listening, if, if there are any characters you'd like to have in the tournament, I think what we'll have, it, it'll be similar to last year. I think we'll start off with 36 characters. So a light side and a dark side bracket. Yep. Um, and feel free to throw in any characters. Um, I mean, we've gotten some some funny suggestions so far. Uh, it, you know, obviously, if you send something in, it doesn't guarantee that it's going to go in. Um, but uh, we certainly encourage you to, to send us those recommendations on our social media. Um, and we'll put together a bracket probably at the start of next week, which we'll then share. Because I would love it if y'all would, you know, fill out your bracket, please. Like, have fun with it. Um, and yeah, uh, definitely. You know, um, maybe we can look into getting a prize for whoever wins the bracket. Um, That'd be really cool. But, That'd be uh, nice. Yeah. So, you know, we want we want to have fun with it this year, um, like we always mm-hmm. do. And the one thing that's going to be different this year. So, in the past couple of years, we've always run it Monday through Friday, just like StarWars.com did, and we'll continue to do that. So, obviously, any Friday matchup you'll have until Sunday evening to vote on. But what will be a little bit different this year. Um, Jason pointed out that you can now do polls on Facebook as well, as well as on Twitter. So mm-hmm. we're just going to put these as polls on both Facebook on t- and Twitter. Um, so it's a lot and then easier each for day you. We, yeah, each, it's much easier for us to, to keep up with. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then each day we'll just total up the totals for both polls. Exactly. Um, yeah. And announce, so. yeah, and announce the winner at the end of every day and then launch a new one. So, 
Um, yeah. There might be not there might not be as exciting if like picture content as we did last year, but I won't lie, like that took a while every morning to, to, <laughs> to throw that together. So this will certainly save a ton of time, but have the same effect. And and um, as obviously when it launches, we'll encourage you every single week to, to to share it through your own social media because the more participants, the better. Um, it's always really fun. Um, yes. Yeah. And then just like both years prior to this, we will be checking those polls. <laughs> many 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 times a day because i get so invested and curious to see what people pick yes so yes um so yeah we get get ready for that coming up in a few weeks um and like i said um you know this week we'll continue to take some some suggestions but i think probably this coming weekend i'm going to sit down and, and put together a bracket yeah um, then we'll, then, we'll all hammer it out yeah so and again, any character is welcome. It, I, again, I, it doesn't mean they'll get in, but any character is welcome. Yep. So, yeah. throw out your suggestions. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll yeah. See so, uh, guys, based on time, why don't we? Do you want to just tackle one of these questions that we have from sure, last sure. from two a few weeks ago now? Um, so we had a few questions from Caitlin Ferguson. We have one left from her, so I figure we could tackle this one first. Um, and Caitlin asks, how do you think that, or how do you, wow, Carl, get yourself together here, boy. <laughs> how do you think that you would introduce someone to the expanded universe? What is the first book that you would recommend someone to read if they are just getting to Star Wars? What do you guys um, say? Question. Are we saying expanded universe as in the Legends continuity or expanded universe as in stuff other than the films? Well, let's do both. Why don't we do okay. like new canon stuff plus, um, Plus, like old legends canon. So maybe pick mm. one from each category, because right, they're mm. they're very. I think they're very different now, right? The the new legends yes. canon is very di- the new the new canon is very different from legends, but they're both great in their own right. So let's maybe pick mm-hmm. one from each. Okay. okay. Um, oh, you, you can... want to go first, then, Katie? Or sure, yeah. For like legends content, I would go straight to any of the old mall content because, of course, I would because I feel like there's a lot of like hidden gems in there that that current canon is still drawing on. I you know I wouldn't be surprised if we see stuff that that came up in like um, Darth Maul Lockdown or Wrath of Darth Maul or you know basically any any of the Darth Maul comics uh, that have now been deemed legends. I'm pretty sure we're going to see those themes uh, regurgitated in in future Darth Maul content. Um, as far as uh, expanded universe, uh, I, I say this a lot, but go play Star Wars: The Old Republic. <laughs> go play Coder. Um, maybe read the Revan novels. That's what I would tell people who are all like, "Oh, what's this whole EU thing about? You know, what's this other side of Star Wars that has nothing to do with the movies?" I'm like, "Yeah, um, the Old Republic takes place thousands and thousands of years before you know Luke or Anakin Skywalker, um, and it's all fascinating stuff. You know, there's lots of debates about you know the light versus the dark side of the Force, and you get to look at how people would you know used it before, uh, you know, the the modern conception of a Jedi." You know, and it's it's all very fascinating and it's all all a lot of fun. And you kind of get the sense that I don't know, because it's so removed from the current timeline, you know, from like the Skywalker saga. The fact that it's so removed kind of gives you more room to play Mm. and, you know, Mm. they can do kind of wild stuff. Um, And also basically anybody who loves Darth Talon, just come at me, just come talk to me about Darth (laughs) Talon because I love her all day. So, uh, so yeah. All right. That's it. (laughs) All right. Um, 
for Legends, uh, the old expanded universe, um, if you want stuff with the big three, the best place to start, I think, and this is going to be a trite answer, is going to be the Thrawn trilogy. That's just kind of the mm, best okay. building block. If you're looking for something with the big three, the best building block to get in your arsenal is the Thrawn trilogy. Mm. Um, that being said, if you are okay starting without the big three with Ooh. other characters, can you guess what I'm going to recommend, Carl? X-Wing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> X-Wing series. I flippin' love the X-Wing series. Rogue Squadron and Wraith Squadron. They are some of the most fun books out there. They are, it's, it's just fun, you know, hotshot pilot adventures. Uh, it's a blast. So uh, if, you, if you don't need the big three in your first foray into the old expanded universe, the, the now Legends expanded universe, start there. Um, if you want that era, so um, that that would be my recommendation for the current canon. I mean, it's, I would be remiss if I didn't just say Clone Wars <laughs> <laughs> and everything involving Clone Wars. Um, but yes, no, I I really would recommend Clone Wars as a as a good place to start. Um, because so much of what has come in the new canon really does take its lead in some regard from Clone Wars because Clone mm-hmm. Wars was started with the old, you know, during the old expanded universe period, mm-hmm. uh, but it's carried on and become part of the new canon. Uh, and so there's a lot of ideas and themes that get started in that animated series. Mm-hmm. And I know it's probably the most popular, you know, non-film <laughs> thing out there, but I would still say start with there, start there because a lot of stuff feeds off of ideas and themes um, and threads that begin in Clone Wars. Yeah. it's. A, uh, I, I, I appreciate that answer because, Jason, I, I interpreted Expanding Universe as just like novels and stuff, which obviously mm-hmm. Expanding Universe is more than that, right? You could mm. tell somebody to go play the old classic X-Wing video game or TIE Fighter <laughs> for that matter. <laughs> Get out your joysticks, boys and girls. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think – so I would say for Legends – um, best place to start. Now, again, what's near and dear to my heart is Shadows of the Empire. It's, it's, it will forever mm. be my favorite legend story, even though it is all sorts of mm, interesting. Not, you know, all these years <laughs> removed. Um, it's certainly not flawless, but I don't care. I still love it. Um, but I'm kind of with you, Jason. I think I would recommend, you know, if, if you're looking for like the big, grand Skywalker saga stories, I would start with the Thrawn trilogy. And very similar to kind of what we were talking about earlier in this episode, you know, the, the Thrawn trilogy was the expanded universe's Phantom Menace or Force Awakens or what, right? It was what launched yeah. the, this, this media movement in a very powerful way, right? Like it sat on top of the, you know, uh, what, what is, what are the, the New, New York, York Times, Times yeah. bestseller? Yeah, it was a New York Times bestseller for forever, right? Um, and was a long time. Yeah, I have not read them in a long time. Um, my, my always favorite trilogy from that era was the Jedi Academy trilogy by Kevin J. Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think if you were to say like, what do you, what would, what should you jump into with the expanded universe legends novels? I, I feel like you just got to go with the classic, you know, Thrawn trilogy. <laughs> um, for me, um, with the new canon. So again, I was thinking about this, like again through novelizations and such. Um, 
I'm going to cheat and give two answers. I'm going to, I'm going to I just well, I want to back up you on Clone Wars, Jason, because I think that is the most significant, you know, specifically mm. to to what we're seeing illustrated in some of the films. Um, and just I think it is just so darn good. Um, but if I had to pick a novel, I'll be honest. A lot of the new canon, I, a lot of them, I put down halfway through and never finished because they're just mm. not holding my attention. Um, but one that I just absolutely loved is Lords of the Sith. You know, I, I, oh, so good. You know, the, again, like what's near and dear to my heart is the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnston, but I don't see it as as necessary. Um, mm. well, let's be mm. real. None of this is necessary. <laughs> um, <laughs> like it is all purely frivolous fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think the Thrawn or, or excuse me, um, the, Dark Lords of the Sith is so great because Darth Vader and the Emperor are just you're right. They're such quintessential characters, and you really get a sense of their relationship after Revenge of the Sith in that novel. And then you see that yeah. really beautifully played. Beautifully is not really the best word, but you <laughs> see that really well played out in like Empire and Jedi. Right, that yeah. he is. It's almost like the Emperor is the master, Vader's the dog. You know, um, yeah. It, it, the whipped dog. Yes, it, it, it's 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 not a beloved, you know, part of the family dog. No, he's like the one out on the chain in the backyard and the rain dog. Aww. Yeah, he's used to yeah. hunt, right? Like he's the hunting dog, and yeah. he's kind of neglected at home. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah. Um, so th- th- that's what I would say. Um, Have you read Lords of the Sith, Katie? I don't remember. No, I haven't. Oh, you would love it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I tried. I feel like I feel like I read a chapter and then put it down and then mm. didn't feel compelled to pick it back up again. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different book. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I, I should try it again. How about both of them? <laughs> I would recommend it. It is very good. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I, well, yeah. I, I, yeah. The thing I want to say that like I give them and and I'm not an expert on the like the novelization like the Star Wars novels anymore like nothing I mm-hmm. ever was but you know the sensibility I've been getting from the new canon compared to legends is in a way the the new canon is kind of a double edged sword and what I mean mm-hmm. by that is is they're doing a really good job of giving us a very versatile and diverse type of media right they're not yes. all the same kind of stories like you want to read a story about like Jedi lore and what's going on during the dark times, read Ahsoka, right? If you want mm-hmm. like a really good military genius book, read Thrawn, right? So there's, there's just such a diverse type of literature that I don't think the original Legends canon really had. It was all just kind of the same stories over and over again. And I think that's why people got sick of like series like Fate of the Jedi and Legacy of the Force or whatever those series were kind of towards the end. Yeah. New Jedi mm-hmm. Order. Like they were these really long series, like, you know, sometimes nine books where yeah. every story, even though they were different authors, felt exactly the same. Um, and again, I'm not trying to, to, to belittle those. If those are stories that are really near and dear to you, that's, that's fantastic. Um, but I remember just getting really bored of them. And they mm-hmm. all felt the same. And, but I do appreciate with the new canon how diverse they are. Like, there's been a lot of books I've put down, and I, I don't care if I ever finish them. Um, <laughs> but there's been some that I've just eaten up. And, and in some ways, it's like, oh, that stinks because, like, I remember when I used to read everything, I ate it all up. But I also appreciate that, like, it's speaking to the diverse sense of fandom that exists. And and, and I'm not saying that the the Legends canon was ignorant of that or purposely avoiding that. I just think they went with, you know, they kind of – it was like a great Nickelback album. Like, they had, a, they had a formula that worked really well. And I'm sure there's lots of people, like, really pissed right now that I said that. But it, 
country. Or just rolling their eyes because they know it's. <laughs> they're like, they're like, of course, Carl. Of course, of course Carl. Would do that. <laughs> but so. but to be clear, like the reason I've always defended Nickelback is they they have a formula that works for a lot of people, and why mess with it? And I feel like the old Legends canon kind of had that. It had it had a formula that worked for you know tons of people, and there's no yeah. faulting that. But what I appreciate about about the this kind of new formula is really the diverse kinds of stories we're getting. Um, and I just think that's so great because, you know, you have fans who are going, I mean, I'm still only halfway through it, but Queen Shadow is, you know, it's for so many people that I've been seeing on social media, it is the Star Wars novel they've been waiting their whole lives for. And I love that they have it. Um, it's, you know, I've, I've been really enjoying it. Obviously, I've hit kind of a standstill with it, and I, I do intend to finish it. Um, but it's not been particularly my favorite, um, but it's really good. Um, both the Thrawn books. Uh, I finished the first one. I only got halfway through the second one. And I was like, all set. But then, you know, like Ahsoka, <laughs> like I've read Ahsoka three times now and like, I love it. And Lost Stars couldn't get through that fast enough, you know, like um, in the yeah. sense of like, I loved it so much. Not like, right, 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 right. Wrong way to phrase it, maybe. But, um, <laughs> but, it, but I appreciate that, right? Like that the fandom itself right now. And I think, you know, some people sadly or, or, or see this as something threatening, which I find kind of silly. But fandom is really diverse, and and that's such a beautifully good thing. And I think that mm-hmm. the the new canon is is a reflection of that. Um, and I think kind of you know the reason I say double edged sword is that means that for some people there's things that aren't going to work for you. And I think right. that that's kind of new for some Star Wars fans. Again, I'm guilty of this as well, right? Like there have been things where I'm like, I don't want this. This is stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm the first to, to to call myself out on being a butthead. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Carl, you're a fool. Um, Carl, you're a fool. <laughs> but uh, I just love how that's a, that's a now a, a saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I th- I just think it's so cool that we're we're getting these things that are going to just be so beautifully important for for different kinds of fans and. Um, again, this is not meant to be like this is better than or, or that was worse than. It's not about com- comparing them in that regard. It's just saying it's to me it's it's a really beautiful reflection of how Star Wars fandom has grown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just see that as nothing but fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and and just uh, one final thought on this topic, uh, Caitlin. Yeah. Thanks is for the question, Caitlin. When, <laughs> when you are t- recommending something to introduce someone to the star Wars expanded universe, the, the outside of the movies thing, ask them questions, find out what mm. they like. If they have a specific era that they like, what types of stories they like, because that will also help your recommendation. That way you can nail them right off the bat with one of their favorite books. And then they'll want to continue. And then you can give them other stuff. Um, but ask questions, find out what they're looking for, what kind of characters they want to focus on. If they have a, favorite era prequel sequel original trilogy that kind of thing you know uh that and i think especially the new canon offers a lot more options for uh a variety of things so there's way more content with the old legends canon right now just because there's not been enough time right well i mean that existed for almost 30 years Right. Uh, But the variety of types of things going on, things that can be more tailored towards people, it's a lot uh, more – there's a lot more available 
in that regard mm-hmm. with the new canon. And so always ask questions uh, when you're recommending things before you, you give them a final recommendation. Yeah, that's, a, that's fair. That's yeah. a great point, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, for the sake of time, we'll probably kind of stop it there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, this, and this is a uh, time for us recording, not time for you guys listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't care about your time. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we got started way late today because we hadn't seen each other in like two weeks. And so yeah. we're all like, <laughs> I had to brag about writing a book. Oh, Wait, that's right. Sorry, we didn't, you didn't <laughs> Right. Everybody, that that's why that's why Katie and I weren't here. Carl wasn't here last week because he was in New Orleans on this this trip that he was doing for work. Katie and I weren't here last week because Katie was freaking finishing a book. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, last week, I uh, I realized that I only had about. 10,000 more words to write, and then I would have a real solid final draft of a real actual book. And I was like, I just want to buckle down and get this done. And so I messaged Jason, and I was like, Jason, can we skip this week? And then, and then I didn't even let him say yes or no. I was just like, bye. I'm writing now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've done it. I have, like, I've actually, like, written a whole book. It's nowhere near ready to be published or submitted or anything like that. I am just basking in the accomplishment that is, like, completing a novel-length piece of fiction. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, very oh. cool. That, uh, Harl and I are very proud of Katie. Ah, thank you. <laughs> it's no, like, you, you, gosh, Katie, like you, you're the kind of people I like. You're the person, like, kind of person that I love and look up to because you had a dream oh. and you like you went after it. I just think that's so amazing. Thank um, you. so congratulations, and I can't wait to like see how this continues to. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a journey. Take shape. Yeah, absolutely. But you did it. And even if the only people that ever read it is like a dozen people online or whatever. And I'm not saying I'm not right. to, like I'm not saying that to be rude, but like even if it never go, gets to the stage of publication, like you still did this. Exactly. Um, and, exactly. Right, you told a story that you wanted to hear. So mm-hmm. like you, yeah, you want to tell. That's so exciting. I know, I'm so, so cool. I'm so excited for and you, Katie. The discipline that that must have taken. Like, I just oh. I have nothing oh, admiration so for. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> that's so cool. I, I I basically did I did little else for all of February. It was all of my free time in February. I wrote uh, about two thousand words a day, which is which is pretty pretty good. <laughs> It's nuts. Well, and yeah, it was it was a journey. So, just so people are clear, because people are, might be thinking that you wrote a Star Wars book. Oh no, it's not a Star Wars book. No, it's yeah. my own original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't mean that like to, to slam you, but <laughs> no, right, if people are like, "Whoa, yeah. Katie writes for Star Wars." Yeah. No, I would not shut up about it if I wrote for <laughs> Star Wars. Oh my gosh, that's like my actual dream, though, is to be commissioned to write a, a Star Wars novel. Specifically, I want to write a Mother Talzin novel. Like, I have that story mm. in me. I have it. I've like, I've actually like sat down and plotted out the entire book. And the only thing that's kept me from making it a fanfic is just how long my my Mother Talzin story would be. Like, it's it's a novel length story. My Mother Katie, story. what you gotta do is you gotta get this book published, get your name <laughs> out there, and then you gotta pitch the Mother Talzin story to Pablo. Hidalgo. Oh, yeah, Pablo. I'll just be chasing him down a celebration. Pablo, Get have him. you heard my Pablo, I've got a manuscript. Read it. <laughs> the world needs to know about Mother Talzin. <laughs> That's my dream. One day, one day. I'll get there, you guys. I'll get there. <laughs> I, I, I think you will. Yeah. I think you. Oh, fingers crossed. 
I do not believe the Sith could have returned without us knowing. Uh, okay, Mace Windu. All right, <laughs> sure. All right. All right. Just, meanwhile, Darth Maul, like, you know, he... he <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, but, like, Mace Windu is like, oh, the Sith could not have returned without us knowing. And meanwhile, like, Darth Maul, like, somewhere, like, he, he feels, like, a pain in his side and he doesn't know why. He's just like, ah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Mace Windu is being arrogant about the Sith again. Ah! <laughs> and Palpatine, all of a sudden, from what whatever you know, Senate <laughs> Spire he's in, just looks towards the Jedi Temple, like, good, good. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, sorry, we should wrap this up though. Yes, Carl, yes, Carl needs should. to go to bed. <laughs> I do not believe the Sith could have returned without us knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's stuck on repeat, folks. Um, I, oh, Moy, Moy, love you. Oh, Moy, Moy, I love you. Time to go to bed. No, sorry. Um, Are you what's brainless? Our, uh, what's our, wait, wait. What? What's no, our matchup? Did we already do our matchup? No, oh, we, we didn't. haven't. What's our matchup next week? Jason, what okay. is our matchup next week? Our matchup next week that Carl came up with because it's. Quite interesting. I like this. Uh, we're going to be pitting some uh, Star Wars television baddies against each other. Uh, we're going to be pitting Commander Pyre from the Resistance show versus Agent Callus from Star Wars Rebels. And we're talking Agent Callus, not Callus. Not hot Callus. Not hot Callus with the bangs. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh. We're talking Agent Callus pre, you know, getting stuck on the Genosian moon with. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like Jason's not gonna get this, but Carl will. I feel like Donna from Parks and Rec after they hire they fire the hot intern and she's all like, once again, I object on the strongest of terms. <laughs> 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 That's me right now. When you guys are like no hot callus, and I'm like, I object. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have to make this somewhat we have to make this match up somewhat fair Katie. yeah right <laughs> if we had hot callus on there it just wouldn't be a competition <laughs> hot callus beats everybody like you could put him against vader <laughs> like, hot callus. <laughs> people can't get enough of hot callus <laughs> oh my gosh hot callus I don't, is star wars i don't i I think it's hilarious that that blew up the way it did. I just don't understand <laughs> why. Oh, I understand. I understand well enough for both of us, Jason. <laughs> well, as long as you understand for both of us, we're good. We've got our bases covered. <laughs> but yes, uh, Admiral Pyre from... Or, Commander. Yes, Ad- Admiral. Commander Pyre from uh, <laughs> Resistance and Agent Callas from Rebels. Uh, sorry, I was going back to the admirals at the beginning of the episode. Uh, <laughs> nah. All right. Uh, so, Carl, if people want to weigh in on the matchup or any of the other random shenanigans we got up to this episode, uh, where can they do that? They can follow us on Twitter at Wampas Lair. Um, we're on pod- uh, Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast. <laughs> uh, you can email us at Wampas Lair Podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we have a Patreon page over at patreon.com slash Wampas Lair Podcast. Katie, where can folks follow you on the interwebs? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Poe Hot Dameron. Yeah! A woohoo! <laughs> Woo! All right. Anything else before we close down this crazy, wacky show? That's going to do it for me. 
All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for putting up with us this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 324. Catching up with Calamari. Fun Calamari. <laughs> for Carl and Katie, I'm Jason, and we will see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Empire Strikes Back by Brian Daly Episode 9 Gambler's Choice galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. Now it is a dark time for the rebellion. Using Han, Leia, Chewbacca, and C-3PO as bait, Darth Vader has lured Luke Skywalker to Cloud City, a mining colony of the planet Bespin. As Luke makes his landing approach, the Dark Lord has gathered his prisoners in the Carbonite Freezing Chamber where he intends to place Luke in suspended animation for transportation to the Emperor. But first, he has chosen to test the process on Han Solo. As his companions watch helplessly, Han undergoes the agony of carbonite encasement, perhaps to survive, perhaps to die in the freezing pit. You there. Supervisor, report. Freezing process complete, Lord Vader. Is he alive? Vader, is Han alive? You shall know that presently, Your Highness. What's happening, Chewbacca? Stroke to your back like this, I can't see a thing. Turn round. Turn round. Only you've reattached my legs. Hoist the carbonite block out of the pit and place it here. Stand clear of the hoist. Look, the block is still smoking. Poor Captain Soto, but he should be quite well protected. If... Survived the freezing process, that is. How you must be enjoying this, Vader. Cruelty and pain and grief. All the things you live by. If you try my patience any further, Your Highness, I shall have you silenced. Calrissian. Yes, my lord. You will examine the sensors on the block and determine Solo's condition. As you say, my lord. Release the hoist. Let the block fall flat. My goodness. His face is quite visible through the carbonite. Is he alive, Your Let us find out. Calrissian, read the sensors. What's my lord? Do you see his face, Vader? Does it give you pleasure to see the pain you've inflicted? He was an enemy of the Empire. He deserves his fate. Well, Calrissian? He's alive. Oh. <laughs> 
The sensors indicate that he's in perfect hibernation. <laughs> Thank the baker. Oh, no, calm down, Chewbacca. Don't forget, if you initiate more violence, you'll involve others as well as yourself. Fabio's right, Chewie. It's too late for that now. But, Your Highness, Captain Solo will be all right, won't he? He's trapped inside that thing forever unless someone releases him. I think I would almost prefer that he died. Boba Fett. Bounty Hunter. Yes, Lord Vader. You heard Calrissian's report. Thor has served my purpose, and now he's all yours. You may take him with my compliments to Jabba the Hutt. My thanks, my lord. My starship is docked on the east landing platform. Lieutenant. Yes, my lord. Fit the carbonite block with a null gravity field. Escort Boba Fett to his ship with a detail of your stormtroopers. See that he gets off safely. As you command, Lord Vader. Carizian. Your crew will now reset the freezing pit for Skywalker. Very well, my lord. If you no longer need me here, I beg your permission to resume my normal responsibilities. It is granted. Lord Vader, you've just received work. Skywalker's X-Wing fighter has landed. Excellent, Commander. Has this part of the city been evacuated? Yes, my lord. See to it that he finds his way into the freezing chamber. After that, I shall deal with him alone. Come, Leia, there's no point in your staying. Get your hand off my arm! You sicken me. You let Han think you were his friend. Then you let them do this to him? It would have happened anyway. If I'd tried to stop it, my own people would have gotten killed in the bargain. Go back to your cloud towers, Lando. Go and enjoy your luxuries. Till Vader snaps his fingers again. I'm taking you and Chewie to your quarters. But you there's nothing more we can do here. Calrissian. You will take Princess Leia and the Wookiee to my ship. The droid as well. They will be leaving with me. Oh, no. Lord Vader, you agreed to leave them in Cloud City in my custody. That was our deal. I am altering it. You may pray, Calrissian, that I do not see fit to alter it any further. Commander! I don't know why you look surprised, Lando. Did you expect him to keep his word? What are your orders, Lord Vader? Have a squad of stormtroopers escort the prisoners to my ship. Make certain that the Wookiee's wrists are securely bound. It shall be done. Technical crew, see that everything is ready for freezing Skywalker. Then evacuate the area. Stand clear of the box. Raise it. Easy now. He was your friend, Lando. Then you sold him out. All right. Let's float it out to the east platform. Leia, what could I do? Prisoner detail. Stand by. Calrissian, get those prisoners over here. Come on, Chewbacca. We wouldn't want to keep the real owners of Cloud City waiting. Uh, now, do be careful, Chewbacca, please. Lobot, come here. What are your orders, Lando? Alert my personal guards. Stand by for orders and move fast when you get them. We shall be ready, Lando. R2? Over this way. This corridor is open. Huh? No. There's nobody around. This is really strange. No opposition when we landed. No guards, no citizens. Don't worry. We're not leaving until we find Han and Leia and the others. Maybe if we could locate a computer terminal. You could get some information and... Somebody's coming. Get back. Stormtroopers. Something big. Be careful. He must not be damaged. There's a civilian with him. He's got a rifle. Inform control that I'll be lifting off at once. Stay back. I wonder 
Get back, R2! Watch out! Gee, that one was way off. They're gone. Whoever saw stormtroopers retreating? And it was a civilian who fired a, a guy in a helmet. R2, you quit bumping me. We'll find them, don't worry about it. But if we just go charging around this place, we're just asking for it. I'm worried too, R2. Come on, be careful. strain your logic circuits. Shh. More stormtroopers. We've got prisoners. Somebody with them. It's them. Leia. And Chewie and 3 Shh. They'll hear you. Doctor! They saw us. Get back! Doctor, did you? Is that you? I can't shoot R2. I might hit Leia or Chewie. They're using Leia as a shield. from that direction. That's where I have to go. No, R2. I want you to follow Leia. You can't go with me. This is what I came here for. And I have to go alone. Vader, I feel your presence. Show yourself. Come up here to me, young Skywalker. The Force is with you. The Force brought me here. Indeed it did. And you have chosen to holster your blaster, quite correct. Firearms have no place here, as your friend Solo found out. Lightsaber. Of course. What have you done with Han? And where are Leia and the others? It is pointless to concern yourself with your friends now. The Force has ordained this moment. But remember, you are not a Jedi Knight yet. And you ceased to be one a long time ago. Come, Skywalker. <laughs> been learning. You're young and quick. You offer me better sport than the old man, Obi-Wan. You're fighting us both, Vader. But let's see how you can do with me. Too much confidence, young Skywalker. <laughs> no weapon, young Skywalker? Is it any wonder that you feel such fear? You haven't won yet. Your destiny lies with me, young Skywalker. Obi-Wan knew this to be true. No. Not with you. Never. Back you go, young Skywalker. Into the pit. Back now! All too easy, son of Skywalker. Perhaps you're not as strong as the Emperor thought you to be. And 
now the gardener. You too will be nothing more than a blocker. You'll have to do better than that, Vader. Impressive. Far higher and faster than a mere human could leap. Most impressive. But the duel cannot be won by all this leaping and evading. I know that. Count. Here is your lightsaber at my feet. Take it up if you dare. You're not afraid. Here, try some carbonite. The force calls my lightsaber. To me! So it hurts. Very quick. Carbonite holds was very inventive. Obi-Wan taught you well. You have controlled your fear. Now, release your anger. Only your hatred of me can give you the power to destroy me. You're telling me I'll beat you, is that it? You underestimated Ben, and you underestimated me. Skywalker, vengeance is like sunfire within you. Yield to it! The Force will help you! Yes. Yes, the dark side would. Knowledge and defense, that's what a Jedi uses the Force for. Are there ever times when you remember that? You have no concept of the power you're ignoring. You can keep your hatred. Vader! Vader, answer me! All right. Lord Vader. You wait down there, in the shadows. I'll come down. Are you just angry? Or are you afraid, too? Master Luke, wasn't it your highness and Arthur? Yes, it was. Unless Chewbacca turns round, I have to guess what's going on. Get stay ready. We'll have to move fast. What are you talking about? Just stay ready. Hold it right there, Stormtrooper. Don't be quiet. Hold it right What is all this? Well done, Loba. I received your signal. What a wonderful turn of events. Lando, are you going to tell me why Cloud City guards are ambushing Stormtroopers? I sent an emergency signal to Loba. Oh, how marvelous. What are your orders? Take the Stormtroopers and hold them in the security tower and keep it quiet. You, guards, let's move. I'll await further instructions from now here, Leia, hold the guns. I've got to get these wristbinders off Chewbacca. Lando, what do you think you're doing? Now what's it look like? If Vader can renege on the deal, so can I. We're all getting out of here. I knew it had to be a mistake. Administrator Calrissian, I always knew you were trustworthy. Well, I'm yet to be convinced. Will you hold still, Chewie? Why should we believe you, Lando? You think I enjoyed what they were doing? That's only one of the ways you had me wrong, Leia. Uh-huh. What's another? Keeping prisoners isn't my style. It never was. I liked him from the very first. Ah, there you go, Chewie. Oh, my goodness, Oh, Release him, you furry. You'll strangle him. Landa, you think after what you did to Han, we're going to trust you? I have no choice. What are you doing, Chewbacca? Trust me. Trust understand. Him. Don't we, Chewie? We have no choice. I'm trying to help. We don't need your help. Pardon your hands, but we do. I think he's trying to tell us something about Captain Soda. Let him speak, Chewbacca. We can still save him. Let him talk, Chewie. We're still a chance to save him. They're loading the carbon block into Boba Fett's starship out on the east platform. You see, he was acting honorably. Let him go, Chewie. And here, take a gun. We 
platforms over that way. Wait, wait, get back. What is it? They're stormtroopers. No, Chewie's right. We can't afford a firefight now. They'll be gone in a minute. Wait a minute. I know that signal anywhere. R2-D2. Oh, raise the mitgun. Be quiet, you two. R2, where have you been? No, wait, wait. Chewbacca, turn around so I can see my counterpart. Shh. Welcome back, R2. Come on. There isn't much time. The stormtroopers are about to move out. Maybe I was wrong about you, Lenny. Artu, follow us. We're trying to save Captain Solo from a bounty hunter. There, Chewbacca, you great behemoth. Be careful with me. There go the Imperials. What do you mean? You're not in the best condition, Artu. At least your components aren't strapped to the back of an irresponsible Wookiee. Here we go. Come on, everybody. Leia, Chewie, this way. Follow me. Quickly, Chewbacca, there's no time left. Come along, Artu. Make haste. The east platform's over here. That's it. That's Boba Fett's ship. Pan must be aboard. We can't let it blast off. Chewie, open fire on it. It's useless, Leia. Chewie, aim for the lifters. Mitchell, I guess the ship has its deflectors up. Forget it, Leia. If we move fast, we might be able to catch them. My people repaired the Falcon. Let's go. Well, you change sides, you don't fool around, Leia. More stormtroopers. way around. We can still reach the Falcon. What about Luke? Every stormtrooper in Cloud City is between him and us, Leia. We can't stay here, believe me. Come on. It's the way around the stormtroopers. If we perish here, all is lost. It is there. Side door over there. Keep your heads down. Keep your entire body down, Chewbacca. Artu, use your maximum speed. Ready, Nando. Not bad at this. Thanks. Figures. Keep close, everybody. And move it. Move it! Landing platform 327. The blast door is closed. Yeah, but one set of auxiliary controls works from over here. Take cover! The stormtroopers are right behind us. Lando, open the blast door! Take it easy. Let, let, let me work here. But why isn't the blast door opening? What's wrong? And somebody's changed the security code on it. Uh, I bet you can guess who. Artu, you can tell the computer to override the security system. There's a terminal. There's a link up to the PA system, too. Artu, hurry. What are you doing here? I have a responsibility to my people as well, Princess Leia. Attention all personnel, this is Lando Calrissian. The Empire has taken control of Cloud City. I'm advising you all to leave before more troops arrive. All Cloud City spacecraft are hereby released That's for evacuation service. Engage the complete system. Please, please, try to help each other. May, may luck go with all of us. Lando Calrissian, out. Lando, I'm sorry about you. Well, it's not your fault. Oh, oh, Dart, break contact. That's a power socket, not the computer terminal. You'll burn out. Chewie, go away from it. Well, don't blame me, Artu. I'm not supposed to know a power socket from a computer terminal. Hey, come on, just come on. A there's a terminal down there by the blast door. We won't have any cover down there, and there's no way out. No choice. Come on. You, you coming, Chewie? Artu, come along quickly. <laughs> Shouldn't we try to take some of those evacuees with us? We'd be taking them into a lot more danger than we'd be taking them out on three people. Look at them! Stormtroopers! 
As though our flight will not sad enough. Is there no end to that? Archie, open the blast door. Hey, Chewie, cover the corridor from that side. Hold them back. One over there by the column, Chewie. Mm. Watch out from the right. Archie, will you please open that door? <laughs> Artu is having difficulty with the Cloud City computer again. Artu, you must. Artu, now or never. Yes, Artu. As Administrator Calrissian says, it's now or never. into the shadows, Luke Skywalker follows Darth Vader towards the very core of Cloud City. Han Solo, encased in carbonite, is being taken away to new and even worse torment by Boba Fett. At Blast Door 327, a Wookiee's strength and ferocity, a gambler's cunning and courage, and the beauty and wisdom of a princess are not enough in this moment. Not for the first time do galactic events hinge on the deeds of a simple astrodroid. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back by Brian Daly, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian, Brock Peters as Darth Vader, and Anne Sachs as Princess Leia. Also heard were Peter Friedman, James Hurdle, Jeffrey Pearson, Alan Rosenberg, and Jerry Zachs. This is Ken Hiller. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was directed by John Madden with Tom Vaguely. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Music by John Williams. Casting and production coordination by Mel Saar. The executive producer was John Boss. Post-production was realized at Studio M in St. Paul on the 3M digital mastering system by Tom Vaguely. <laughs>